Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Warrior Cats series. I'm your host Sharp Sharpstar. Um today we will be reading chapters fourteen and fifteen. Um I have the hiccups and it sounds uh sounded a little bit um stuffed up, so I apologize for that. But uh yeah, let's get uh without further further ado, um let's get on with the episode. Okay, now we can read chapter 14. His heart thudding, Fireheart looked from gray-striped Silverstream. She quivered with happiness, her blue eyes glowing with pride. Your kits? He echoed in alarm. Are you both both out of your minds? Minds? This is danger- This is disastrous. Graystripe blinked and would not meet his friend's eyes. Not- Not- Necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, these kids will join us together forever. But you come from different clans, Fireheart protested. From the uneasiness in Graystripe's expression, he guessed that his friend knew very well what difficulties the kids would cause. (coughs) Excuse me. You can't ever claim these kids as your own, Graystripe. And Silverstream, he added, turning toward the River Clan cat. You won't be able to tell anyone in your clan who who the fa- who the father is i don't care silverstream in- insisted giving her chest for a quick lick i'll know that's all that ma- matters graystripe looked as if he wasn't too sure of that it's stupid that they can't know he muttered we haven't done anything to be ashamed of he pressed himself against silverstream's flank and shot fire her a helpless glance i know that's what you feel graystripe agreed heavily but it's no good graystripe you know it isn't these will be river clan kits sorry so annoying his heart sank at the thought of the trouble this could cause in the future future when these kits grew to be warriors graystripe might have to fight against them he would be torn between Loyalty to, to his blood kin and loyalty to his clan and the warrior code. Fireheart could not see any way for him, for him to keep the faith with his with both. Had it been the same with Mistyfoot and Stonefur? He wondered. Had their Thunderclan parents ever had to fight against them? He remembered how Oakheart trying to defend, trying to defend them from Thunderclan. Thunderclan attack. How had how had the Riverclan warrior explained that to them? It was an impossible situation, and now it would would all begin again with a new set of kits. But Fireheart knew it was pointless to say this now. Glancing up and down the line of bushes, and in, in case any cat was approaching, he me- he meowed. It's time we were going. It must be sun high. <laughs> They'll must us back at camp. Graystripe touched his nose gently to Silverstream's. Fire hurts, right? He murmured. We must go. And don't worry, he added. They'll be they'll be the most beautiful kids in the forest. Silverstream's eyes narrowed with affection, and her voice came in a deep purr. I know. We'll ha- we'll find a way to get them through this. She stood watching as Fireheart and Graystripe left the bushes. <laughs> 
and padded down the slope toward the flooded river. Graystripe kept looking looking back, as if he could hardly bear to leave her. Fireheart felt as if he were, he were carrying a cold, heavy stone in his a cold, heavy stone in his chest. How long can this go on? He wondered before some cat finds out. He was still feeling wedged down with anxiety as they crossed the tree trunk and went back into ThunderClan territory. Through he tried to, hard to push the problem out of his mind. Right now, it was more important to decide what to say if any cat knows their absence. I think we should hunt for a bit, he told Graystripe. Then at least an excited meow from from the edge of the forest interrupted him. Fireheart, Fireheart. Fireheart stared in disbelief as a small wh- white body crashed out of the bracken at the edge of the trees. Cloudkit, oh, ma- mouse dung, muttered Graystripe. Fireheart padded across the grass grass, his heart sinking. Cloudkit, what are you doing here? He demanded. I told you to stay in the nursery. I tracked you, Cloudkit announced proudly, all the way from camp. As he looked at the kit's shining blue eyes, Fireheart felt sick sick with apprehension. Their chances of slipping back into camp with a story of early hunting had, had just vanished. Cloudkit must have seen them crossing the river. I followed your scent trail right up to the stepping stones, Cloudkit went on. Fireheart, what were you and Graystripe doing in RiverClan territory? Before Fireheart could think of a reply, another voice broke in a low, menacing growl. Yes, that's what I, I would like to know, too. Fireheart felt the strength drain out of his paws as he looked up to see Tigerclaw shouldering his way through the crisp brown bracken. Fireheart's really brave, Mew Cloudkit, while Fireheart stood with his mouth half open, panic turning his brain to feathers. He went out on a special warrior mission. He told me so. Did he now? His tiger claw, an interest, an, an interesting, interest, interested gleam in his eyes. And did, and did he tell you what special mission this was? No, but I can guess. Cloudkit trembled with excitement. He's been with Graystripe to spy on RiverClan. <coughs> Excuse me. Fireheart, did you? Quiet, Kit, snapped Tigerclaw. Well, he challenged Fireheart. Is that true? True? Fireheart glanced at Graystripe. His friend was was frozen, his yellow eyes staring in horror at the deputies. <coughs> Obvious, obviously staring in horror at the deputy. Obviously, there would be no helpful suggestions from him. He wanted to see how far the floods went. Fireheart, we wanted to see how far the floods went. Fireheart meowed. That was not exactly a lie. Oh, Tigerclaw paused while he looked deliberately in all, all directions and then asked, What happened to the rest of your patrol? And some cat must have sent you, he added, before Fireheart could reply. It wasn't me. Even through I sent out all the other patrols. We just thought, Graystripe began feebly. Tigerclaw ignored him. He thrust his huge head so close to Fireheart that he, that he could smell the deputy's hot, rancid breath. If you ask me, kitty pet, you're far too friendly with Riverman. You might have been over there to spy, or you might have be spying for them. Which side are you on? 
You've no right to accuse me. Anger made Fireheart's fur bristle. Bristle. I'm loyal to ThunderClan. A deep growl came from Tigerclaw's Tiger throat. Then you won't mind if we tell Blue Star about this expedition of yours. And we'll see if she thinks you're so loyal. As for as for you, he glared down at Cloudkit, who tried to meet his amber gaze boldly, but couldn't help retreating a pace or two. Blue Star ordered that no kits were to leave the camp alone. Or do you think the, think clan orders don't apply to you, like your kitty pet can? For once, Cloudkit didn't reply. His blue eyes looked scared. Tigerclaw swung around and stalked back towards the trees. Come on. We're wasting time. Follow me, all of you, he snarled. Then they went, sorry, when they reached the camp, Fireheart saw Blue Star standing at the foot of the high rock. A patrol made of, up of White Star and Longtail Mosfer was reporting, reporting to her. The stream is flooded as far as the Thunder Path, Fireheart heard White Star say. If the water doesn't go down, we won't be able to make it to the next gathering. There's still time before Blue Star broke off when she saw Tigerclaw approach her. Yes, what is it? I brought these cats to you, the deputy growled. One disobedient kit and two traitors. Traitors, echoed Longtail. His eyes met Fireheart. Fireheart's with an unpleasant gleam. Just what I was expecting. Ex- just what I'd expect of a kitty pet, he sneered. That's enough, Blue Star. Blue Star ordered with the faintest hit of a snarl in her voice. She dipped her head toward the cats and the patrol. You may go, all of you. All of you. She turned back to Tigerclaw as they moved away. Tell me what happened. I saw this kit leaving camp. Tigerclaw began, flicking his tail toward Cloud Kit after you ordered that no kits or apprentices should go out without a warrior. I went to fetch him back, but when I got into the ravine, I realized he was following a scent trail. He paused and glared challengingly at Fireheart and Graystripe. The trail led to the stepping stones downstream from Sunning Rocks. And what should I see there but these two brave warriors, he spat the words out, crossing back from RiverClan territory. When I asked them what they were doing, they gave me some fish and mouse story about checking to see how far the flood stretched. Fireheart braced himself for Blue Star's anger, but the clan leaders remained calm. Is that true? she asked. During during the journey back from the stepping stones, Fireheart had time to think. He couldn't imagine the trouble he would be, be in if he tried to lie to Blue Star again. Now, seeing the wisdom in her face and the penetrating look in her blue eyes, he knew that he had to tell her, tell her the truth. Yes, he admitted, we can explain, but he shot a glance at Tigerclaw. Blue Star closed her eyes for a moment longer. When she opened them again, her expression was as unreadable unre- as ever. Tigerclaw, I'll deal with this. You may go. Dead. The deputy looked as if he was going to object, but under Blue Star's clear gaze, he kept s- silent. He gave a curt nod and marched off toward the pile of fresh go. Now, Cloud Kit, Blue Star, meow Blue Star, turned to the White Kit. Do you know why I ordered kits and 
princesses not to go out alone. Because the floods are dangerous, replied Cloudkit solemnly. But I, you disobe, disobe, you disobeyed me, and you must be punished. That is the clan law. For a moment, Fireheart thought that Cloudkit was about to be pro- was about was about to protest. But to his relief, the kid just dipped his head and mewed, "Yes, Blue Star." Terraclaw got you to help the elders for a few days recently, didn't he? Very, very well. You can continue those duties. It is an honor to serve the other cast in the clan, and you must learn that that it is an honor to obey clan orders too. Go now and see if they have any jobs for you. Cloudkit bowed his head again and scampered off across the clearing, his tail head hot. Firehurt suspected he quite enjoyed looking after the elders, and that his punishment wasn't as bad as it might be have been. He he couldn't help worrying that Cloudkit still hadn't learned his lesson about the respecting the ways of the clan. Lucer settled down on the gr- ground with her paws tucked under her. Tell me what happened. She advi- invited the warriors. Taking a deep breath, Fireheart explained how he and he and Graystripe had rescued the River Clan kits and had been and been taken to the River Clan ca- camp. Except we couldn't go into their camp, he meowed. It's underwater. They're staying in the bushes on higher ground for now. I see, m- murmured Blue Star. They haven't much shelter, Fireheart went on, and they're fighting it hard to catch prey. They to- told us that two legs have poisoned the river. Cats get ill if they eat the fish. As he spoke, he caught wor- worried look from Graystripe, as if his friend thought it was dangerous to reveal so many of RiverClan's weaknesses. <coughs> that was loud. Some cats, Fireheart knew, would see this as, as a good chance to attack RiverClan, River but he believed Blue Star was not like that. She would never try to take advantage of another cat's troubles, especially not in Leaf Bear. So we felt we had to do something, he finished. We we offered to catch prey for a clan in our territory territory. And we've been out and we've been taking the fresh kill across the river to them. Today Terraclaw saw us coming back. We're not traitors, Graystripe put in. We only wanted to help. Blue Star turned to him, then back to fire her again. She looked stern, but there was a glimmer of understanding in her eyes. I understand, she murmured. I even respect your good intentions. All cats have the right to survive, whatever their clan. But you know perfectly well that you shouldn't take matters into your, to your own paws like that. You, you acted deceitfully and slipping out away on your own. You lied to Tiger Claw, or at least you, you didn't tell him all the truth. She added, before Fireheart could protest, and you hunted for another clan before your own. This is not how warriors behave. Fireheart swallowed uncomfortably and looked sideways at Graystripe. His friend's head was bowed, and he was staring at his paws in shame. We know all that, Fireheart admitted. We're sorry. Feeling sorry isn't always enough, Blue Star meowed with an edge to her voice. You will have to be punished, and since you haven't acted like warriors, we'll see if you can remember what it's like to be apprentices. From now on, you can hunt for the others and see to their needs. And when you hunt, you'll have to you'll have another warrior to supervise you. What? Fireheart couldn't help the word escaping in a mew of outrage. 
You have broken the warrior code, Blue Star reminded him. Since you can, cannot can't cannot be trusted, you'll go with someone who can. There must be no more visits to River Clan. But we won't be apprenticed again, will we? Gray stripped me out anxiously. No, Blue Star allowed a gleam of amusement to so- soften her eyes. You're still you're all you are still warriors a leaf cannot return to the bud and you will live as as apprentices until i think you have learned your lesson firehurt forced himself to breathe evenly he was he was so proud to be a warrior of thunder clan and shame overwhelmed him at the thought of losing his warriors privileges but he knew there was no arguing arguing with blue star and deep and and deep inside he admitted the punishment was fair fair he bowed his head respectfully. Very well, Blue Star. And we are really sorry, Graystripe added. I know. Blue Star nodded to him. You may go, Graystripe. Fireheart, stay a moment. Surprised. Fireheart waited a little nervously to find out what Blue Star wanted. The clan leader waited until Graystripe was out of earshot. Then she asked, Tell me, Fireheart, have, have any River Clan cats died in the floods? She sounded distracted, and for once she didn't meet Fireheart's eyes. Any warriors? Not that I know of, Fireheart admitted. Crooked Star didn't say that any any cat had drowned. Blue Star frowned, but she didn't ask anymore. She gave a tiny nod as if to herself. Then, after a brief hesitation, she dismissed Fireheart. Find Graystripe and tell him you may both eat. She ordered, her voice expressionless and firm again, and send Tiger Claw to me. Fireheart bowed his head and stood up to leave. On his way across the clearing, he glanced back at Blue Star. The gray she cat was still crouched at the foot of the rock, her eyes staring into the far distances. He couldn't help help feeling puzzled by his leader's urgent questions. Why should she be so worried about Riverclan warriors? He wondered. That's the end of chapter 14. Uh, soon we will read chapter 15, and I will take a quick quick break to cure my uh, hiccups, hopefully. Bye. Okay, and we're back, and also my hiccups are gone, which is good. I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, if it isn't our newest apprentice, Firepaw. Fireheart looked up from his vault to see Longtail swaggering toward him, his tail waving in the air. Ready for a training session? The warrior sneered. Tigerclaw sent me to be your mentor. Taking his time, Fireheart swallowed the last of his vault and rose to his paws. You could guess what had happened. Blue Star had told Tigerclaw about the punishment. Tigerclaw had wasted no time in organizing the first patrol. Naturally, he would choose the cat who disliked Fireheart the most to supervise his hunting. Beside him, Graystripe jumped up and took a pace toward Longtail. Watch what you say, he snarled. We're not apprentices. That's not the way I heard it, replied Longtail, swiping his tongue appreciately over his jaws as if he had just swallowed a tasty morsel. Then we'd better put you right, Fireheart hissed, beginning to lash his tail. Do you want me to tear your other ear? 
Longtail took a step back. He was clearly remembering Fireheart's arrival in the camp. He had fought Longtail fiercely, showing no fear in spite of the warrior's kitty pet taunts. Fireheart knew that even if the other cats let Longtail forget his defeat, his torn ear would remind him forever. You'd better watch it, the warriors blustered. The warrior blustered. Terraclaw will have your tails off if you touch me. It won't be worth it, Fireheart retorted. Call me Firepaw once more and you'll find out. Sorry, it would be worth it. That's what that's yeah. Okay. Longtail said nothing, only turning his head aside to lick his pale fur. Fireheart relaxed his threatening stance. Come on then, he grunted. If we're going to hunt, let's get on with it. He and Greystripe led the way out of the gorse tunnel and led up the side of the ravine. Longtail followed, loudly suggesting where to hunt as if he were in charge. But once they were in the forest, Fireheart and Greystripe did their best to ignore him. The day was cold and gray, and the thin rain had begun to fall. Prey was hard to find. Greystripe caught sight of a movement in some bracken fronds and went to investigate. Investigate. But Fireheart was almost ready to give up by the time he saw the chaffins peeking around the roots of a hazel bush. Yep. He dropped into a crouch, creeping forward, paw by paw, while the bird pecked on, on unawareness. He was pe- preparing to pounce, his haunches rocking from side to side when Longtail jeered. Call that a crouch? I've seen better on a three-legged rabbit. As soon as he spoke, chaffins... Chaffins fluttered away in a panic, letting out a large alarm call. Fireheart whirled around fiercely. That was your fault, he snarled. As soon as it heard you, rubbish, meowed Longtail. Don't make excuses. You couldn't catch a mouse if it sat between your paws. Fireheart flattened his ears and bared his teeth. As he braced himself for a fight, he suddenly wondered if Longtail was deliberately provoking him. Longtail would have a fine story to tell Tigerclaw if Fireheart attacked him. Fine, Fireheart growled through his teeth. If you're so good, show us how it's done. Fine, Fireheart gro- Wait, sorry. As if there would be any prey left after that racket that bird made when you scared it off, Longtail sneered. Now who's making excuses, Fireheart spat. Before Longtail could reply, Greystripe emerged from the bracken with a vole in his jaws. Dropped it beside Fireheart and began to kick earth over it to bury it till they were ready to return to camp. Longtail used the interrupted interruption to turn away and stalk toward the tunnel Greystripe had made in the bracken. Greystripe watched him go. What's the matter with him? He looks as if he swallowed mouse bile. Fireheart shrugged. Nothing. Come on, let's keep going. After that, Longtail left them alone, and by sunset, the two young warriors had collected a respectable pile of fresh gold to carry back to the camp. You take some to the elders, Fireheart suggested to Greystripe as they dragged the last pieces in. I'll go, I'll see to Yellowfang and Cinderpaw. He chose a squirrel and headed toward the medicine cat's den. Yellowfang was sta- standing outside the cleft in the rock, with Cinderpaw sitting in front of her. Fireheart's former apprentice looked happy and alert. She was, sh- was sitting very straight, with her tail wrapped along around his her paws, and her blue eyes were fixed on Yellowfang as she listened to the old cat. We can chew up rag ragwort. 
leaves and mix them with crushed juniper berries, raspy thing. It makes a good poultice. For, I need to see what that word means. For aching joints. Do you want to try doing it? Okay, Cinderpaw meowed enthusiastically. She sprang up and sniffed the the heap of herbs Yellowfang had laid on the ground. Does it taste bad? No, answered Yellowfang, but try not to swallow it. A bit won't hurt you, but too much will give you a bellyache. Yes, Fireheart, what do you want? Fireheart crossed the clearing, dragging the squirrel between his front paws. Cinderpaw was already crouching in front of the, of the ragwort, chewing vigorously, but she flicked her tail at Fireheart in greeting. This is for you, Fireheart meowed as he dropped the squirrel beside Yelfing. Oh yes, Runningwing told me you were back back on apprentice duties, Yelfing growled. growled. Mousebrain, you might have no you might have known some cat would find you find out you were helping river clan well it's done now fireheart well it's done now fireheart didn't want to talk about his punishment to his relief yellowfang seemed happy to change the subject i'm glad you could come she meowed because i want a word with you you see that politus she lifted her muzzle toward the green mash of chewed leaves cinderpaul was making yes it's for smaller. He's in the my den now, with the worst worst case of stiff joints I've ever seen in moons. He can hardly move. And if you ask me, it's all because of his nest was recently lined with damp moss. Her tone was mild, but her yellow eyes burned into Fireheart's. Fireheart felt his heart sink. This is about Cloudkit, isn't it? I think so, meowed Yellowfang. He's been careless about the bedding he's brought in. If you ask me, he hasn't bothered to shake the water off. But I showed him how. Fireheart broke off. He had he had troubles enough of his own. He thought it wasn't fair that he had to keep sorting out Cloudkit as well. He took a deep breath. I'll have a word with him, he promised. Do that, grunted Yellowfang. Cinderpaw sat up spitting out scraps of ragwort. Is that chewed enough? Yellowfang inspected her work. Excellent, she meowed. Cinderpaw's blue eyes glowed with with praise, while Fireheart glanced appreciating at the old medicine cap. It gave him a warm glow to see how Yellowfang made Cinderpaw feel useful and needed. Now you can fetch the juniper berries, Yelfing went on. Let's see, there should there should be enough. You know where I, I keep them. Yes, Yelfing. Cinderpaw headed for the split in the rock, ba- bouncing in spite of her limp. Her tail lifted high. At the mouth of the den, she looked back. Thanks for the squirrel fire hurt, she meowed before she disappeared. Yelfing looked after her approvingly approvingly and let out a rusty purr now there's a cat who, who knows what she's doing she murmured fireheart agreed he wished he could say the same same about his kin i'll go and find cloudkit right now he sighed touching his nose to yellowfang's flank before padding out of their den the white kit was not in the nursery so fireheart try, tried so fireheart tried the elders in. As he entered, he heard a half tail. He heard Half Tail's voice. So the leader of tar- tar- Tiger Clan stalked. Wait. Oh yeah. 
As he entered, he heard Halftail's voice. So the leader of Tiger Clan stalked the fox for a night, and the day on and and on the second night. Oh, hello there, Fireheart. Come to listen to the story. Fireheart glanced around. Halftail was curled up in the moss with Patchbell and Dappletail nearby. Cloudkit was crouched in the shelter of the big tabby's b- body, his blue eyes wide with wonder as he pictured the mighty black striped cats of Tiger Clan. A few scraps of fresh kill lay on the floor of the den, and from the smell of mouse that clung to Cloudkit's fur, Fireheart guessed that the others had let, had let him share. No thanks, Halftail, he meowed. I can't stay. I just wanted to talk to Cloudkit. He also thinks he's been bringing in damp bedding. Dappletail let out a snort. What nonsense. She's been listening to Small Ear, meowed Patchpoke. He'd complain if Starkland descended him... <laughs> descended from silver pelt themselves to bring his bedding. Fireheart's fur prickled with embarrassment. He hadn't expected to find the elders making excuses for Cloudkit. Well, you, ha, well, have you or haven't you? He demanded, glaring at the kit. Cloudkit blinked up at him. I tried to get it right, Fireheart. He's only a kit, Dapatil pointed out fondly. Yes, well, Fireheart scraped his claws on the floor. Of his of the den, Smallier has got aching joints. Smallier has had aching joints for seasons. Meowed Halftail, since well, since well, before this kit was littered. You mind your own business, Fireheart, and and let us mind ours. Sorry, Fireheart muttered. I'll go f- go then. Cloudkit, just make sure you're extra careful about damp moss in the future, okay? Sir. He started backing out of the den. As he left, he heard Cloudkit meow. Go on, Halftail. Why did Tiger, Cl- Tiger Clan's leader do then? Fireheart was glad to escape into the clearing. He couldn't help thinking that Cloudkit had pro- been careless over the moss. But it looked like the rest of the elders would have have a word said against him. Free to take fresh kill for himself now that he had hunted for the others, Fireheart was trotting over to the heap when he noticed Broken Tail lying outside his den. Tigerclaw was beside him, and then and the two cats were sharing tongues like old friends. Unexpectedly moved, moved by the sight, Fireheart paused. Was this Tigerclaw's merciful side making a rare appearance? He could just hear the rumble of Tigerclaw's voice through, through he was too far away to make out the words broken tail replied briefly looking much more relaxed as if he were responding to the deputy's friendliness suddenly all of fireheart's old doubts about bringing tigerclaw to justice welled up inside him every cat knew that tigerclaw was a fierce and courageous fighter that he had handled the responsibilities of a deputy with effort effortless confidence Fireheart had never seen anything show that he and the compassion of a true leader until now, with Broken Tail. Fireheart's mind whirled. Perhaps Wooster had been right. That Tiger Club was innocent over a tail's death. Perhaps Cinderpaw's accident was, had been just that, instead of a trap. What if you've been all wrong all along? Fireheart thought. Suppose Tiger Club is just what he seems to be, loyal and a efficient deputy but he couldn't make himself believe it and as fireheart padded more slowly over to the pile of fresh kill he wished to 
to the tips of his claws that he could be freed from the burden of what he knew. And that's the end of chapter 15. Um, Hopefully next week we can read chapters 16 and 17. Bye. Before we end this, I just want to give a shout out to a new podcast that I've um, heard. Is if you guys like Minecraft, uh, if you like theories, uh, if you like stories, uh, you should uh, check out the uh, the Ender Library. Um, it's like really good. Um, I really recommend it. Uh, and I'll see you guys hopefully next week. Bye.